In the 19th Century is a podcast series about the wild, wonderful, brave and eccentric, at times dastardly people who characterise this remarkable period and the inspiring discoveries and sometimes shameful events and spectacles that they created. Some historians have referred to it as the long 19th century, spanning 125 years between the French Revolution in 1789 through to the outbreak of the First World War in 1914. The dramatic changes and discoveries that took place have created a legacy which has lived well into the 20th century, touching our lives today. The laundry list of 19th century moments is very long indeed, but among the highlights, perhaps my favourite would be the introduction of formal education for girls, who had otherwise only been educated at home if they were lucky, and then the introduction of tertiary education for women, allowing them to reach for the professions. Also near the top of that list is the exponential growth of the women's reform movement, which led to changes in unfair and discriminatory laws, which did not allow them to own their own property. And of course, the eventual passing of laws which allowed women the fundamental right to vote. The rise of workers' rights movements and the passing of laws to protect child workers were also notable highlights. The 19th century also saw the potent rise of the abolition movement and the sweeping changes to the unethical and inhumane practice of slavery. This indeed sparked the Civil War in America, and while the abolition of slavery did not cure Western society of institutionally entrenched racism, the success of that anti-slavery movement in the 19th century did reverse one of the most despicable humanitarian failures of the preceding centuries. The darker side of the 19th century indeed contains the colonisation of many First Nations people and in many instances the tragic histories of genocide and cultural erasure they experienced. Yet there were also some remarkable stories of survival and the continuance of the oldest Indigenous cultures on earth. During the 19th century other radical transformations took place in science, philosophy, literature, art, fashion, engineering, medicine, sociology, just about every aspect of life. The first atomic theory was postulated, Dmitry Mendeleev formulated the periodic table in Russia, Charles Darwin published The Origin of Species and rewrote how we understand life on Earth to have evolved. Marie and Pierre Curie discovered radium, the electron was discovered, Neptune was discovered, anaesthetics were invented, the telephone was invented, Gaslight followed by electric light allowed us to see in the dark and steamships accelerated sea voyages, carving off long um, periods of time that ships would be normally at sea. The cash register was developed and that cash register rung up sales in the newly created palaces of shopping called the department store. The typewriter changed the way we communicated and worked. Photography emerged and went through numerous technological transformations changing the course of art history and the consumption of portraiture and landscape painting and in fact the entire way we view the world and more importantly how we remember it. Then there were the railways which carved up vast tracts of countryside and connected towns and people in ways never before imaginable and the coal that power, um, powered these railways transformed our environment and not at all for the best and the costs of this are we still paying for today. It was also an era of mass migration from the old world to the new, ushering in newfound mobility. In the 19th century, so much happened and so much changed. In fact, there is so much fascinating material to consider and reconsider 
that I'm going to be bringing in some fascinating and brilliant experts and scholars to share their insights and knowledge in their areas of expertise throughout this podcast series. In fact, there is so much interesting material that it just might go on for another long century. Welcome to In the 19th Century. My name is Lara Nichols, and I'm so glad that you've joined me to share my passion for this period. I'm a curator and an art historian specialising in this era with a particular focus on collections and the emerging role of women artists and the obstacles they faced, and in fact the obstacles they continue to contend with today. I'm currently completing a PhD in art history at the Australian National University in Canberra on the topic of the professionalisation of women artists between Britain and Australia in the years 1885 to 1915. I'm fascinated with this period, not just the significant changes in how art was made and consumed, but also in how society changed, and it wasn't always for the best. I'm also interested in the humanitarian issues the reform movements revealed and the shift in political organisation and philosophies. Indeed, the very granular changes to how people lived their lives from sending cards to friends to driving cars and turning on light switches. We will consider it all. I would also like to acknowledge that this podcast is made on stolen land, another legacy of the 19th century. It comes to you from the Gadabanud country in the southwest coast of Victoria, which is a southern state in Australia named after Queen Victoria. Its capital is called Melbourne, and that was named in 1837 after her Prime Minister, Lord Melbourne, who you may recall was played with aplomb by the rather dashing Rufus Sewell in Victoria. It was colonised in the 1830s, and while today it is considered to be multicultural due to the continual wave of migration that um, Victoria has experienced since the gold rush period in the 1850s, it is still essentially colonist in terms of its structures and institutions. I pay my deep respects to the Gadabudud and the neighbouring Wadawurrung peoples, upon whose land I was born and to where I return to often. I wish to also acknowledge the First Nations people of the Kulin Nation of the Greater Melbourne region because I pass through here very often. And also finally the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people of the Canberra region where I live on campus at the Australian National University. Thank you for joining me at In the 19th Century. I hope you really enjoy this series and I look forward to hearing feedback from all of my listeners. Good night.